Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence. Lord, we are seated with you. We are seated at your footstool to be taught by you, to be corrected by you, to be encouraged by you, to be instructed by you. For your word is inspired by your spirit and is profitable for rebuke, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that a man of God, the woman of God, may be perfected, thoroughly furnished, prepared unto all good works. Your word rebukes us, reproves us, corrects us, instructs us in righteousness, teaches us righteousness to perfect us, to make us whole so that we can do your work, so we can work for you, so we can represent you to the world. We ask, O Lord, that you inscribe these words in our hearts today, and you will teach us, you will instruct us, and you will equip us in the name of Jesus. We are with open face. May we behold in righteousness your face, so that we may be changed into the same image, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. We want to be your representation and want to be your representatives, oh God. May we look like you so that we can represent you in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord is speaking to us on you are saved to serve. You are saved to serve. Saved to serve. If you have been saved, if you have met the Lord, if you have received salvation, if you have been converted, if the Lord has called you out of darkness to light, if you have been saved from sin to righteousness, if you have been saved from hell to heaven, then you are saved to serve. You are saved to serve. Our texts, Exodus 4, 21 to 23, and Exodus 5, 1 to 23. In that scripture, we see the children of Israel held in bondage to Egypt and to the king of Egypt, Pharaoh, who is a type of Satan, holding the people bound, not just holding them bound and just locking them up, but making them to serve, to serve him. And would not let them go because he loved their service. They were his servants and they were serving under a heavy hand. And the Lord sent Moses to deliver them from their bondage, from service to Pharaoh. And he said, let them go. Release them from serving you so that they will serve me. I want them to serve me. They will stop serving you. Let them serve me. Bring them out. Release them to serve me. Of course, if something is sweet, you don't want to let go of it. The service of the children of Israel to Pharaoh was sweet to him. And he wouldn't let them go. He refused to let them go. We're going to be looking at you are saved to serve. But that's the background scripture. So keep that in mind. Our scripture prayer prompters. Matthew 6.24. Matthew 6.24. It says, No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else you will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. 
No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. If you don't remember the whole thing, just remember, you cannot serve God and mammon. And what is mammon? Money. Money. You cannot serve God and money. And uh, if God is saying you cannot serve God and money, so money is being a type of what? Type of God. God is saying money is a type of God. So you can't serve me, God, and serve another God. You can't serve two masters because God is a master and money is a master. And we know the master cards. Master card will master your life. If you don't master it. So, if you don't remember anything, just remember you cannot serve God and money. I cannot serve God and money. And the second scripture prayer prompter, or the second memory verse, which again, these scriptures you can use to pray. Matthew 9, 37 to 38. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send our laborers into his harvest. In that scripture, Jesus is basically saying, the work is much. The work is much. Even me, I can finish it. If you turn to that scripture, Matthew 9, if you read from verse 35, Jesus has been busy ministering to people. From verse 35, then Jesus went about all the cities and villages went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd. They were weary and scattered. Many. Why? Everybody is trying to Received something, drawn to Jesus, and the work was just too much that many would stand for hours and for days to be blessed, to receive from the Lord. The work was much for Jesus, and the people were also affected because they could not easily receive what they wanted. There were too many for Jesus, and Jesus at compassion, was moved and at compassion of them and said, you are weary, you are scattered, you are like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful. The work is much, but the laborers are few. I cannot do the work alone. Then he asked them to pray to the Lord that he will send laborers, workers, servers, servants, to his harvest. And we see right there in chapter 10, basically a continuation. Then he called them and sent them out to do the work. The same people that he said, pray. Say, you are the answer to the prayer. Go and start doing the work. Help me out. Amen. We are saved to serve. You are saved to serve. So we just had a night of worship an annual event when we all come together to sing songs of worship and to praise God. However, worship is not just for a night or a day. Worship is every day and every night. Worship is a lifestyle. 
You are saved to serve, not to sit down and be served. You are saved to worship. Jesus is our number one example in all things, and especially in Matthew chapter 10, verses 44 and 45, Jesus Christ says to us, Whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. Mark 10 from verse 44. Whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. You see, we see here in this scripture a prescription for greatness, greatness both with men and with God. That is, you humble yourself and serve others. That's a prescription for greatness. Not just greatness with men, but greatness with men and greatness with God. You can have greatness with men, but you don't have greatness with God. I would rather have greatness with God and with men. Amen. For Jesus, the goal of serving others or the goal of serving people was not greatness, but salvation. You can see what he said there in Mark 8, 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, to give his life. In serving, he gives his life. In serving, he gives his life. So the goal of his service or the goal of serving others is salvation. For us also, the goal of service is not greatness, but salvation. Whatever it is we do, say whatever you do in word or deed, do all to the glory of God. Do all to the glory of God. And what gives glory to God is salvation. So for us also, the goal of serving others is to save others. With this in mind, it should be noted that we serve God to serve people, serving others, serving others. But really, we serve God to serve people. If we put it in another way, we are not servants of men as pleasing men, but we are servants of God. So we are servants of God. We are not servants of men. Amen? So in serving men or serving others, serving people, we are not servants of men or servants of people. We are servants of God. So in God, through God, we learn to serve others. In God and through God, we learn to serve others. Romans 14, 16 to 18 puts it very well for us it says therefore do not let your good be evil spoken of or do not let your good be spoken of as evil for the kingdom of god is not eating and drinking but righteousness and peace and joy in the holy spirit then verse 18 says for he who serves christ in these things he who serves christ in what righteousness Peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Or he who serves Christ with righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit is acceptable to God and approved by men. Is acceptable to God and approved by men. It is through Christ you learn to serve in righteousness, peace and joy. It is through him you also learn to serve others in righteousness, peace and joy. Amen. 
We learn from Christ. We learn in the house of God. We learn in the presence of God. How to serve others. In serving him, we learn to serve others. And if we do that, we will serve in righteousness, peace, and joy. And we will be acceptable to God and approved by men. So we'll have greatness in the sight of God and the sight of men. Praise God.